We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. at all times you just have to trust them right just like any quarterback right they're, they're not going to be perfect right and sometimes some of the decisions that might not turn out too well there's times where they end up turning out the touchdowns and sometimes you can get praised for it but to me it's more about is it the right decision and correcting it regardless of the results bill's offensive coordinator joe brady strap everything down that's outside or put it inside or yeah i always worry about my basketball hoop for this like the sixty mile an hour winds and seventy mile an hour gusts. Do you have one of the ones with the like the, the you put the water in at the base? No, no, it's atta- it, it's attached to the garage. It's attached to the garage. Yeah. Okay. So you never know. Like that thing catches some wind. Yeah. It's gonna get windy soon too. It starts kind of ten a.m. Yeah, like a couple of hours from now. Yeah, into the it, day and it, night. It's really bad tonight though. I think. Yes. Yeah. Not a good day to be outside for really anything. Let's be thrilled no. that the game isn't today. Because that'd be tough. Yeah. Also a day if you can park in the driveway versus the street. Maybe yeah. today's the day you go for the driveway. Yeah, if you can. Or away from trees. Away from trees, basically, yeah. yeah. 803-0550, our phone number. Jeremy and Joe, good Tuesday morning, 34 degrees. It will start with snow, then turn to rain and get crazy windy. That's today. Sunday's forecast is also for wind gusts. And I'm seeing a lot. And we're asking the question on Twitter and asking you at 803 the thing you're most confident in and the thing you're most nervous about. There's a lot of nerves about the weather. So, yeah. Joe, let's dig into that a little bit. How how nervous should any Bills fan be about the weather? I will completely agree. It is an equalizing factor, and if you're the bad team, you want weather. Yep. Yeah, Pittsburgh wants this game to be as gross as possible, don't they? Yes, yes. However, that said, the Bills' weather game history, not this this season, the year before, was a ton of bad weather games. Yes. And they were fine. Really bad. They've won in driving rainstorms. They performed well in driving rainstorms. Snow games, they lost to Cincinnati. And while, sure, weather could have been a factor there, do you come out of the Cincinnati playoff game thinking weather's the reason they lost so they couldn't execute? It was a light-falling snow. It wasn't, I mean, the, the Bengals operated right. just fine. It, it right. wasn't mucked up or anything like that. No, they threw the ball Past the Bills all day. With ease. Yeah. So, if it's a little windy, okay, the next great far example is the wind game against the Patriots. Sure. And what happened in that game? They got beat because of 170-whatever-yard touchdown run. Yep. And they fumbled. They missed throws. It's a game they lost that we all felt they should have won anyway. 
It wasn't just that, oh, they lost because of the weather. The, the game was close because of the weather, and they, they should have won. If I've got Josh Allen versus Mason Rudolph in the wind, shouldn't I feel a lot better? I know it's an equalizing factor. Yeah. But Allen can drive the ball like few other quarterbacks can. Right. You should feel like if someone's going to be able to pass the ball, it would be the Bills. But how often do they actually go to that? Right? Like, if 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 you feel like you're not running the ball well, I don't know. Like, I, I feel like the equalizing part of it is th- that. Like, why, why are the Bills a significantly better team? It's, well, if you need to throw the ball 30 times, the Bills are going to have way more success at going through Pittsburgh with Josh Allen than the Pittsburgh Steelers are going to have with Mason Rudolph. And if I'm not able to do that 20 plays more than I would have been otherwise, or 15 plays more, then that's that's my equalizer right there. Is they're limiting Allen at the start. Like they, they can, they're going to want to run the ball already, aren't they? Yeah. So I, I'm a little afraid of the wind, I would say. Because the wind is the one thing that generally can, yes, can wind, affect the pass game. Wind has a much bigger effect on points than yeah. either rain or snow. Yeah, but like to your point, like sure, I mean that's that was the, was it not the first thing that was said about Josh Allen when they drafted him was all oh, that big outside. arm he could throw it through the wind and, and you could play it in the in December and then January in Buffalo. And to that point, the stat from yesterday. Let's make this the stat of the day. I got to pull up my my Twitter likes because it's buried deep in there. We'll get you the stat of the day. It's on Allen, and it's on December and January, and this is a bit of a zoom out, right? Because I, I don't know. I can't get you the, the 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 weather conditions for every one of these games. Stat of the day, by the way, is brought to you by Seneca Gaming and Irving, home of the biggest bingo payouts and slot machines with thousands won daily. In December and January, have you seen this since 2020? No. NFL Game Day tweeted this out. Since 2020, December and January of 2020, Sorry. Total touchdowns in December and January since 2020. So that's 2020, 21, 22, 23, and then add this year. Josh Allen has 56 total touchdowns in December and January since 2020. The next closest player has 42. He has a 14-touchdown lead in December and January. The Bills are 19-2 in December and January. Their two losses would have been playoff losses. Right? right, right, yep. Yeah, they so, haven't they haven't lost in the regular season since Brady and the Bucks, right? Which was, I think, the first game of that twenty twenty stretch. I feel like in I'm December gonna, in the Texans game they have three losses in here. It's just maybe this is only sorry, this is only regular season, right? So, okay, so yeah. nineteen and two, one of those losses might have been a game they didn't care about, but fifty six touchdowns. It's kind of like how many times have we sat here and said, "Oh no." What if the weather equalizes and yeah. Josh Allen's just like, I have 56 touchdowns, guys. Mm-hmm. A 14-touchdown lead on second place. So you're not really worried about it, then? Not that worried about it. Listen, I think I think it's how we were wired, right? I mean, the, yeah. the two-seed at home, the season has been goofy. Well, isn't it like the opponent, too, for right, oh, I've it's been, Pittsburgh and like right, because, oh, they, they love getting down in the weather like that. Right, right. I've been trashing the Steelers the entire year because they've been a joke. And then they actually got a little bit better, a little bit better, and they've made it. They're still not they're still not good, though, right? No, they got in because the Ravens sat their starters and because the Jaguars lost to the Titans. Right? They also, uh, yes, 
Yes, and they won. They got in because they finally found some quarterback play that's not atrocious, like that's right. horrible. But that said, all of the potential matchups here, it could have been Houston. I would be much more worried about that. C.J. Stroud in the wind, I think he could play. Mm-hmm. He played at Ohio State, right? Like, okay, that gets chilly sometimes. Anyway, we'll get some calls in. 803-0550. If you want to talk about what you're nervous about about this game, what you're confident in, we're also talking about McDermott and his uh, go-for-it mentality in that final drive. Fourth and one at their own 35. I will not soon forget that. Feels like it's a uh, – feels like the next time somebody calls and says McDermott's too conservative all the time. That's going to be the first thing to bring up. It's, it's almost like, yeah, well, Gretzky got traded. Right. <laughs> it's like such a powerful uh, – he went for fourth and one at their own 35 in well, Miami. And that's, that's funny because that conversation – there really never was a moment to always bring up, was there? Like that, that, that was right off the top of your head every time. Like he has had aggressive moments. I remember bringing up whenever we've talked about this when they went to Foxborough in '21 when they had lost the lead on the division. They needed to win in Foxborough to get back in front in the division, and that was a game where McDermott went for it fourth down like the entire day. Like fourth, they now those were not from their own side of the field. That was like fourth and two, maybe on like the first drive, and they threw a touchdown to Isaiah McKenzie. And there was another fourth down and goal that they went for instead of kicking a field goal that maybe Emmanuel Sanders didn't catch. And there was another fourth down. Like that was a game that I remember for McDermott going all out, total aggression. We're gonna go for it, but that's that was kind of it, and that was a few years back. So. I think for him to kind of shake the idea of he's this ultra-conservative coach, I I think, you know, having that moment against Miami that's going to be brought up for years now is, is I think, going to be good for that. 803-0550. Andy in Lockport. What's up, Andy? Good morning. Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. I just had a couple of quick questions about um, some of the no-calls that happened in the game. Um that the first one being before the first interception with uh, Kincaid getting tackled before he even threw the ball or before he caught the ball. And uh, <clears throat> that would have been, if they called it, it would have been a first and goal, probably on like the one and two yard line. We would have probably scored. I think that was Knox, then, but yes, it was they, Knox, they threw yeah. a pick or the next Knox. play. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, Knox. Yep. And then um, the next one was before halftime. T.Y. got a concussion. How you get a concussion? If you don't have helmet to helmet and they don't call a penalty, that was ridiculous. Like you don't call a penalty, and it was obviously targeting helmet to helmet, and he has a concussion now from it, and now he's out. Yeah. Did uh, you did you know that that even happened? Because when Chris Brown said it to us yesterday, I didn't even know what he meant, and then I looked at the play back and saw, oh yeah, Ty Johnson got drilled right in the head. This is the he, play right before the half. He did, but like it, that was such a bang bang play that watching it live, I never thought us, and I don't even think the broadcast showed it, like that part of it. Uh, here's what I would say, Andy. Like, yeah. uh, sorry, you know, calls are gonna miss all, get missed all the time. Let's have an objective discussion about that targeting non-call. Yeah. Isn't oh Andy hung up? Sorry, Andy. I was trying to keep you on there. Isn't that a play we would maybe not all of us? The league would descend upon the, the league pundits, reactionaries, people like us would talk. What's the defender supposed to do? It's the it's the goal line. He's yeah, he's firing yeah. himself at a player to keep him out. I'm not telling you it's not targeting. 
But when Tom Brady says the game is soft now, and when all these old-timers say you can't, you can't tackle anymore, if that guy had made that play at the one and they go targeting, yeah, was he really targeting? The idea of targeting is you are being careless, reckless, and you might injure a player. And I'm not saying he wasn't whatever. He did hit him in the head. He did. I mean, it, you, no, you could call, even not targeting, you could call just, just call helmet to helmet personal sure, foul. you could. But, and, and I feel like in the first quarter at the 12-yard line, call it. But in that spot at the goal line, yeah. I'm not saying it should not have been called. I just know how this works. Whenever there's a flag for tackling, making a hit, yeah. the hip drop tackle is about to be an offseason discussion. Quarterbacks are overprotected personal fouls for brushing the quarterback's head this was a violent hit there's no disputing that but it would 100 percent be every nfl analyst that's a that's a defensive player would have spent the week saying what is anybody supposed to do out there Mm -hmm. it's the last play of the half i'll do anything to stop that guy and i would not expect you know are the refs consciously thinking about this maybe maybe but like is the ref not thinking there you threw it short of the sticks this half's about to end i'm not bailing you out I'm not giving yeah. you a free play from the one-yard line. That's a, I'm making a seven-point decision if I do that. Or three. They might have kicked a field goal. They probably would have mm. gone, gone for it. I, what, I, it would have been first and goal from the one with what? Like un- untimed. seven seconds? It's probably untimed. Is it not? No, because they would have called it. Remember, they tried to run That's the right. line, and That's they ran right. out of time. So there would have been like six or seven seconds. So left. maybe the Bills throw a quick pass to the sideline. Maybe Vic Fangio. Or maybe Allen calls his own number Wait. and tries to sneak it. Vic Fangio backs his defense up to the back of the end zone like he did on that other third down. We can't. Let's, let's not forget that play. We can never forget that play. I, I saw you tweet that. Let's never forget that play because it was wild. It's unbelievable. I saw one Dolphins fan saying in the mentions to that 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 – Fangio was galaxy braining that play because he knew if I give them first and goal from the 10, Allen's going to make a mistake and they're going to get zero instead of three. I do not buy that, by the way. Is it is it possible at all that that's what Fangio was thinking? Because r- really, I'm, I don't want to say zero on that because there is no good explanation for what he did there. I don't think. No, it's really is it, it possible was... that he thought, I'm going to give them the first and just <laughs> enough time so they're going to run a play but Allen's going to throw it short, and we're going to get them. We're going to get them to get zero here you, instead of three. You know what I would want to see, and I'm I'm kind of I'm not kidding here. What are the score probabilities on where they were versus where they got? Because, yeah. and while that might seem counterintuitive, Joe, there are there are numbers to prove that the teams that are down nine do better than teams that are down eight. Okay. And what I mean by that is, so it's late in the game. If you're down eight versus down nine, more teams have come back from down nine to win because if you're down eight, you play for eight, and at best you go to overtime and might lose. If you're down nine, you play for ten. Right. And that's a spot where, like, well, wouldn't be down, being down eight be better than being down nine? And the answer is no. <laughs> it's not. So in this it's spot, not though, because of the way coaches are because of the, operating, be, be, right? Because of what you're shooting for. Okay, okay. it's the same as I see. college overtime. Why you want to go second instead of first? Because if I know what I've got to get, if I if I have to play for more, it's a little bit better for me. It's using four downs instead of three downs. A lot of like the football game theory has this kind of stuff attached to it. So I don't want to completely laugh off that idea about Fangio saying that. I do want to mostly <laughs> dismiss it. Yeah, because. As that's all lining up, it was like 
it was like Leslie Frazier's defense against the Chiefs on against the Bengals rather on steroids. On steroids, right? The, the, it's third and two, and the Bills are off ten yards. Here it's was it third and it was third and ten, and they were twenty yards back. Like I I I don't it, it, that play is nuts. It's crazy. Like what was and Allen the explanation for it. I, that's why I'm almost I'm almost mad the Bills didn't score there because that would have caused McDaniel to get asked about it and I don't think yeah. he ever got asked about that, it. That might be right. The funniest is Tua's face after that play. Tua was all of us. The, I think I might have to go back and watch it. Oh, you know, it's the Tua face. Josh, you saw Tua's face, right? Tua's face. It, it's good good for him that he didn't say any words because the the, the close up was so tight. You would, we <laughs> would all like, would have been able to lip read what Tua was like. What the bleep was right? That? You, everybody <laughs> in America would have known exactly. Wow, look at Tua's reaction. Instead, he just had he had the funniest look on his face. Like, what? What? <laughs> what in the name of God was that? Yeah. What are we doing out there? It was. You're right. We cannot let that play go away. I, I think Fangio's really good, and that was. I, I mean, that's a moment. Make sure you find that to a face. I'm looking right now. Right. That real quick on Fangio. We thought during the offseason that was one of the biggest additions in the division, didn't yep. we? I, they're better on defense, but he didn't, you know, he did not have the answers for Josh Allen. I'm giving you the two a face. That's amazing. <laughs> the, the, what? <laughs> he's like, what was that? What? I mean, caption it was so what, good. Like Tua has just been delivered some news. He's like, oh. That's gonna be what? meme. That's gonna be that's gotta be meme for Two has just been told the team is moving to Germany. Yeah. What? Huh? That's incredible. There were eleven seconds left, by the way, when Johnson caught the ball. Yeah. Eleven seconds so, left. So back to your Fangio point and then to a call here. Their defense got a lot better. And yeah. it's worth pointing out, Miami is on the defensive side, very injured. They're down their top two pass rushers. They're down their top safety was playing with an injury. They're down one of their best corners. This week, they're down even more. They're losing. Right. They're missing more players. Van Ginkle is out. Van now. Ginkle is right. He the, was their third pass rusher. Right, the Dolphins are just from a, from but, a health standpoint, they're cooked. But he does not. I mean, it's it's right. I think you could say that like it, the defense is better and they had a lot of injuries. But at the same time, I'm still thinking that that guy does not have answers for Josh Allen. I mean, well, his, his, history says that. Who does? Robert, Robert Sala. Sala. <laughs> Robert Sala. Right. Robert Sala. He might be the only answer. Sometimes. Robert Sala did not the last time they played. Yeah. Steve Spagnolo. But more times than not. Who else? Yeah. Steve Spagnolo, a little bit occasionally. Yeah. Does Mike Tomlin have answers for Josh Allen? We're going to find out. Mike in Orchard Park. Hey, Mike, good morning. Hey, good morning. Thanks for taking my call. Um, just had a question if you know why Leonard Fournette was activated over Latavius Murray. Uh, maybe for blocking. I didn't really like the way Murray was hit there. I'm sorry. Fournette was hit in the holes. He would stop and like the little stutter step. Just don't think he added much over uh, Murray. Maybe for just hmm. blocking. Just what do you think? I, I I mean, I thought Fournette was a lot better than Murray. I mean, Murray last week got a short yardage carry and ran into the line, turned his back, and fell. And yeah. Fournette got stuffed on a short yardage play this week against Miami, and escaped and got out. I mean, Fournette, they call him Playoff Lenny. I was calling him Playoff Lenny all throughout the game, even though it's not a playoff game. we got to call him Playoff Lenny from now on. You know that, right? Yes, we do. He's Playoff, yes, do. He's playoff Lenny. I don't know. I think, I think Fournette – I thought Fournette would be a nothing burger. Zero. He's a body. Now, as Sal's pointed I mean, out – Is, they, he, is they, he the number two running back now? I, I, 
well behind because Johnson's got a concussion. If Johnson clears concussion protocol and gets in, he's number two. Yeah, and they're different running backs. I'm not putting Ty Johnson in right. in a short yarded situation. And for Fournette, he's both my short yardage back and my QB pusher if necessary. Yeah, yeah, I, he's he's that. He also. If he's got to be third down and long, he's pass blocking, well, and we've seen this play a few times from Latavius Murray, the Chief game last uh, against New England. If the guy then is going to go out on a route, Murray doesn't even Murray can't catch the football. That's what I was just about to get to is catches, and Fournette at least at least he I I do not think he will do much with it once he has it. There is not a lot of juice left, no, if any, for Fournette. But I feel like he's at least going to catch the football. Fournette has zero catches this year. But Murray has had big drops, and the Chief is—it's the Chief game. The Chief game is one where he he got away with he it. he got away with a drop because they called it a fumble, right? But and they didn't recover it. The the Chiefs yeah. didn't. But New I, England last week though, there was a drop on third down where he one. like came over to McDermott and like my bad, and McDermott like kind of if, if you watch that back, like he didn't really want to hear it. Yeah. like at that second, like I, dude, you just that was. That I was don't tough. know if they're gonna throw it to Fournette, but at, at that point, if if Latavius Murray is not doing it in short yardage and he's not catching the football, then give me somebody who can do something out there. So, I don't know. I, I thought Fournette would be worth very, very, very little. Now we're in the playoffs. You can elevate him as much as you want. He can just be on the roster. We'll find out what they think. And I think it sure looks like that they like Fournette over Murray right now. Murray's been a nice story. And everywhere he goes, he ends up getting carries and being a part of their offense. But it just might have run its course by now. I am watching this third down back, third and, and ten, where Fangio is 20 yards off, and it's almost like he did tell the Dolphins players, hey, let them get the first and go out of bounds. Once Hardy has the ball, none of the Dolphins are racing towards him. Yeah. Like, they're jogging towards him, which almost makes it seem like, guys, give him the first, which would be nuts if that was the case. That's the craziest. It's the crazy in a in a game where a touchdown was thrown off a dude's face. That might have been the craziest play of the game. Eight oh three oh five fifty. More your calls when we return. Eddie, stick with us. Jim, you as well. Open phone lines to chat with us. We'll do uh, Don Granado at eight. Howard picks the Bills at eight thirty. And uh, at some point today, we got to guess what the the hot dog will be. We got a hot dog yes. of the day. Seattle's in town. Yes. Fun guessing with a hot dog. Um, head to Twitter if you want to check out that Tua face. <laughs> It's so good. The two of it's face totally worth it. Right after the Vic Fangio third down defense. Eight oh three oh five fifty. Jeremy and Joe with you talking bills and uh, getting ready for Pittsburgh here on WGR. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field. It is high. It is far. It is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. I would cut Jameis Winston today. I would not want him on my team. That's loser's mentality. And people will say, well, Shannon, what about when Dan Marino fake spiked the ball or Peyton Manning? They were not in victory formation. If you get down, the defense is conceding. If you want to run the ball, let the defense line up. Don't you fool them. Think this a victory formation and then drive off the ball. Shannon Sharp on the Saints controversy. They ran in a 
touchdown late in victory formation. Yeah. The idea that they wanted to get Jamal Williams a touchdown against a defense that was not trying. So Right. Win- I, Winston, by the way, is a free agent, so they don't have to cut him. There you go. He's he's done. Problem already. solved. Problem solved. What what else happened that's like the big controversy around the league this week? Jameis Winston, by the way, the ultimate agent of chaos in the NFL. Yeah. Gotta love him. Um what else happened? You had You had Rogers saying that all of the off field BS has to stop. <laughs> just just <laughs> Yeah, man. Yeah. Yes. We're all trying to find the guy that's responsible. Uh, Pat McAfee show today. Who could have done this? Can't wait to can't wait to have my Twitter blow up at two o'clock or whenever the heck he goes on McAfee. It's game day. By the way, this is game day. Yeah. Here's a here's a point. Does Jordan Love and what Jordan Love has done with the Packers give you, or sh- should Jets fans get any sort of, you know, Rodgers didn't get to the playoffs with that team and Jordan Love just did. Yeah, my to believe yeah. that Rodgers is still peak Rodgers. He's a year removed from missing the playoffs with a team that Jordan Love just took to the playoffs. It wasn't. It coach. was a down year statistically for him. It wasn't the MVP year no. his last Green Bay year, and then he has an Achilles injury. Now there there could be what Jets fans should be thinking is that in addition to the Achilles and the down year, like shouldn't they be mentally bracing for what if he's just not that good when he comes back? Definitely. That's totally realistic. Totally. He's a 41-year-old quarterback off a major injury, and there already might have been a sign of decline. His team got better. They might have the same record, though, 9-8. and eight. They just got in because of the yeah. different circumstances. Um, Don't let that get in the way of my I point. will be rooting for Green. <laughs> <laughs> who, uh, who? well, I guess, does either guy, you know, make Rodgers angry that they win McCarthy or Jordan Love? Oh, that's nice. On Sunday? I like both of those. Yeah. Someone's going to win the pa- that's going to make Rodgers look is, bad. The Packers going far makes him mad. So All right, then I want to root for the Packers. Uh, me too. We're going to champion I'll, Green Bay in the NFC. I'll do that, yeah. 803-0550. We'll connect with our fans again. Brought to you by Northtown Kia. Shop online at northtownkia.com. Western New York's number one Kia dealer. Don Granado at 8. Howard picks the bills at 830. Eddie in Lancaster. What's up, Eddie? Good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. Thanks for taking the call. Sure thing. Yeah, I just wanted to hit on a couple things. Um Number one, you know, on that fourth down call, the second one that we didn't make, um, I would have rather, and I hate to be picky, but know ahead of time in that drive, obviously we had gone for it already, and that had been a play that we were running. So I would have rather had them know this is what we're going to do if we get within a yard. That way you run up with the same personnel and you don't do the let's try to draw them off sides because it just gives them a better opportunity to get everybody in the right location and then call timeout, then come out in the same formation. I mean, you're begging them to get into the best spot possible to stop you in that particular spot, but that's just my gripe there. But yep. in regards to the um, last play before the half, let's all admit that if that was Diggs or if that was Cook and they were gone for the season, we'd have a completely different conversation because – I don't – a lot of times I'll mute the broadcasters. And when you do that, uh, you do not watch what they're telling you to watch. And believe it or not, you, you it, it's like a different uh, experience. They did show that in slow-mo, okay, right after the hit. And the player that came was the uh, linebacker. And he had dived his head at least two to three yards before even making contact. I mean, a missile. It was the 
It was the literal definition of the rule. And you could line up four or five guys in the end zone at any uh, goal line stand and do that sort of play and have a guy make contact low and then definitely have a guy go high. Um, And I understand you don't want to make the game soft. I don't think so. That play uh, should have been – they have the eye in the sky that just randomly calls down. Uh, We think that that one-foot game by Kincaid might not actually be a – so we're going to go to 15 minutes of commercials to cover that. Yep. We have a, a lineman that might be a foot past the line of scrimmage. We're gonna, we, we noticed that. Well, guess what? They, they have to notice that as well. If that's, if that's digs and we lose him, that's a Super Bowl-changing event there. So I'm very much uh, uh, more upset about that play and how little attention it got just because it was Ty uh, Johnson. You know, and I think if it was a yep. different player, it'd be different. And last but not least, uh, the turnovers, you know, I going on and on about this. That play where the the first one I didn't like at all. I'm going to put that 100% on Josh. Uh, the 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 second one, when you he should have hit the um, the tight end that curled left for the Kincaid. one or two yard game mm-hmm. right off the bat. That should have been the play. But after that, I didn't like where the routes were. All the routes were in the end zone. Like, what are you kidding me? You know, you got to give more room. You know. Um, and then the fumble that I had a problem with, not because of Josh, I don't want him to stop trying to move up into the pocket. I mean, come on. It's Wilkins. This guy's a beast. It is Wilkins, but, but Eddie, that's, that's in Josh's face. Like he sees that coming. That once he sees if, Wilkins coming, yes. you know, he was unblocked. Yeah, right. But if, I, I understand. But if you're a quarterback and you so see, what are we, okay. So we, okay. You want him to turtle there. I, yeah. If you're going to get okay, set. Well, yeah, yes, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, I don't even the don't turtle, know. but if you see the rusher coming, yeah, I mean, you, you protect the ball. I mean, it's not a blindside strip from behind. He, he sees him. Okay, I, I agree with you there, but come on. That was a real split-second decision there, and you've got a guy who can move. You're going to want him to advance as soon as you see a guy rushing. His, his mindset should not be, I'm Tannehill. I must go down here. Oh, well, I, I mean, the, the, this, 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 is, this is the line. Thanks, Eddie. I want to get to a couple things before we get to another caller. I mean, it's not – I know he can scale mountains and jump over buildings. An unblocked Christian Wilkins yeah. on him, wrapped around. I know he's going to sometimes fight out of that. But if he doesn't and he fumbles the football, you've got to put it on him. Yeah, I mean, I'm not that worried about it today. At the time, it didn't feel great. And, you know, Christian Wilkins is really good sometimes – We've seen it a little bit more, right? I bet, I bet, Joe, if I could get... Did he beat Torrance on that play? Osiris Torrance? Torrance, yeah. Clean. Osiris Torrance has had a really good rookie year. As the season has gone on a little bit, we've seen some players dust him Yeah, occasionally. Wilkins did it a bunch in this game. Yeah, I mean, Wilkins is very good. It happened in yeah. the Patriot game. I feel like it happened in... Happened in the, in the Cowboys game. Listen, the, the Bills didn't have to pass that much in the Cowboys game. If they did have to pass more, Torrance might have had a rough day. Right. He's a rookie. He's, I'm not saying rookie wall, anything like that. Just that, you know, n- not everything's going to go right all the time. And for that, if if you're Allen, sometimes you might have to live to fight another day so that your rookie guard getting dusted by Christian Wilkins and him getting his hands on you doesn't become such a big negative play. I, I think really I'm watching it back. Allen has two options here, and he doesn't take either one of them. He he tries to run towards Wilkins. <laughs> Of course which, he does. Which is like, <laughs> dude, what are you doing? If he eats the sack, they kick a field goal. 
and it's a three-point so it's it's three swing. It's a third down play. I would even say if he wants to, I mean, he's done this a million times. It's odd to me almost that he didn't choose this path. He could have rolled out to the right. I think he ran up the middle because he... He thinks he can get by Wilkins? He thinks he can get by Wilkins, and then he's got clear field. Yeah, and instead he gets caught and he fumbles. But he could have even ran out to the right. He could have extended the play and thrown it away or whatever. It's not... Again, like we take Josh for what he is. He fumbled twice against New England, trying to make something happen. Right. They got the ball back both times. Yeah. So... You, know, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta live with it, right? Like you, a lot, a lot with him. You yeah. have to to, to, to a degree. And on the on the yeah. point about targeting, I don't know why. I just, I, I just popped in my mind. I want to bring it up. Tyrell Dodson should have been hit for targeting to a slid, and he flew over the top of him with the targeting, and he missed him. Yeah. Right? Wasn't it two of Was he, it? Was it two? Was it? I thought it was somebody else. Okay, maybe it was somebody else. But he flew in like a missile. I didn't call that. Yeah. So I only bring that up to say, you know, Eddie, you say that the conversation would be different if that were Diggs who's in concussion protocol. I don't know what the conversation would be. He's out. We're screwed. They don't go back in time and make the call. And, you know, you can't really get him back. So I don't think it's being brushed under the rug because it's Ty Johnson. My only point on that play was it's a desperation play at the goal line. And if it had been called, I would not have had a problem with it. I know a lot of the NFL People would have had a pro- problem with it. Also, what's a defender supposed to do? Also, he had a concussion. My maybe a better question than what would have happened if it was Diggs. What would have happened if Ty Johnson was just like out on the field, right? Because he he got up, right? Like they ran to the line to try and spike it, and they couldn't because they just ran out of time. I mean, you you didn't have the clock stop, and then the. You know, the 10-second the runoff. Like, Johnson tried to get up with the football. And went, he he's getting up, going to his spot in the backfield. So, m- maybe if it had been more of the guys just laying on the ground after, it would have been different too, but I don't know. I don't think they're calling that no matter what. Almost. 803-0550. Another segment. More of your calls. Before we get to Don Granado, stick with us. Jeremy and Joe, get ready for the wind today if you're here in Buffalo. 60-mile-an-hour gusts and more maximum wind gusts looking right now down along the lakeshore like Fredonia Dunkirk that might be 70 here on Buffalo the latest number I'm seeing for the National Weather Service is 53 yeah high high wind gusts um so be ready throughout the day and into the night strap things down put them inside whatever you can do stay safe 8030550 on WGR B caller five right now at 716-221-4WGR to win a pair of tickets to see Colin James at OLG Stage at Fallsview Casino Thursday, January 25th at 830. And $100 credit for Overtime Sports Lounge dining that night. Must be 19 years or older to win and attend. For tickets, visit FallsviewCasinoResort.com. Sabres and Kraken tonight with the national championship last night. Yep. Asterisk? Why? Double asterisk. For the, caught, the sta- cheating. for the Stallions guy? The Stallions, uh, yeah. Whatever. They're going to build a statue for Connor Stallions. Asterisk. Double asterisks. You and your asterisks. Harbaugh got he, he, he two suspensions in one year. Just saying. Good for Harbaugh, I guess. Nah, I don't like him. Not my favorite. Yeah. I'd like him to go somewhere where I, it's easy to root against him. Where's that? Carolina? The Jets. (laughs) 
803-0550. Jeremy and Joe, Don Granado, top of the hour. Howard picks the Bills at 830. Mo in New Jersey is next up. Hey, Mo, good morning. Good morning, fellas. How are we doing today? Good, Mo. Are you ready for this game Sunday or what? I am excited. I'm excited that we're hosting the game. I'm excited we're the two seed. To be honest, I'm not I'm not overly worried about the matchup. The weather definitely can be an equalizer, but they got to play in the weather too, right? So it's not like I'm overly concerned with this weather that's coming that's going to just limit our offense. The only thing that really has me slightly concerned is the injuries we sustained in Miami. We really haven't heard much yet. I know it's only Tuesday. It's only been a couple of days, and we should hear more. But I would hate there to be a an injury update where we're going to lose one of those guys, Gabe, Douglas, Dotson, any of them for an extended period of time. And even Ty Johnson, he plays a special role on our team. He's a speed guy out of the backfield, right? So, like, I just hate to have a long-term injury that came out of that game. I know it's part of the game it happens, but that's the only thing that kind of worries me that, you know, maybe, you know, something crazy happens and one of these guys doesn't play and the backup just, you know, I don't know does something wrong and they end up losing on a fluke play or something like that. But yeah. other than that, I, I'm almost fully confident. You can never be too confident, but I do like our chances this weekend. Yeah. Thanks, Mo. I'm, I'm thinking about injuries a lot. Of course, like every, I feel like every team in the playoffs is thinking about their own injuries. I must want to make a little bit of a joke about it and say, it's like your golf game and your fantasy football team. Only you care about them. Other people don't care about your injuries. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. La- last year's playoffs, the Chiefs win the Super Bowl. Right, they beat who they beat. I already forgot. They beat the Eagles. Eagles. Yeah, that's two of the teams. There are twelve other playoff teams. What injuries were there of significance? Probably a lot. We don't really think about them. The, 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 the Niners. The Niners. One we do. But the Niners. They lost their quarterback during the game. Yeah. And does anybody really care? Like the- we really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty five dollars per line per month without auto pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty five dollars per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. There's no asterisk on the Chiefs title. No, no we the Niners, uh, the, the Niners care, and we the care, Niners care because we wanted the Niners to thump the Eagles. Because I don't know you. I, at least it I only do. comes up when you're uh, when you're thinking about the Eagles as like a fraud, right, or whatnot. Um, not to dismiss the importance, of course, Rasul Douglas, Gabe Davis, yeah. Ty Johnson, Tyrell Dodson. I hope they're all good to go and healthy. The Bills could lose anybody outside of Allen or Diggs, and it probably doesn't get remembered. Dawkins. Right. Right, Dawkins went out of that game with the finger laceration, and I thought, like, oh, no, this is bad news. He came back. Okay, good. But if Dawkins were to have been out and missed the entire playoffs, we would remember it. But the teams that go to the Super Bowl and championship game, like – Everybody's going to have injuries. Everybody's going to get banged up. It's that old adage, right? Nobody's healthy this time of year. A.J. Brown got hurt in their game. Jalen Hurts got hurt in their game this last weekend. Sam Laporta might be able to play. I guess. I think he might be able to play. But he's, you know. Right. Again, if if he's going to be limited, if he does, T.J. Watt on the other side that the Bills are going to see on Sunday. Yep. Is huge. Mark Andrews was earlier in the year, but that's – does anyone think about the Ravens like as a – Man, they got a real. They're embattled because that—that's their number one pass catcher that was out. Well, if anything, like the Bills are so injured on defense, I still think about injury going into this playoffs as an advantage 
because they don't have any on offense. Without backup running backs withstanding. Well, actually, I shouldn't say that because Gabe Davis now is, you know, added to that list. But that's like the first time all year they've had a core, you know, important player on offense go down. And I don't even know if we know really what his chances are on Sunday. Well, this is where, if you're a Bills fan, of course, you should be nervous about injuries and care about who's able to play and the health of the players. But Ben Baldwin has his production measures of quarterback play. You want to know the top four quarterbacks in football were this year? Allen, Jackson. Yep. Tua. Nope. Purdy. Yep. And am I missing somebody obvious? Yep. Who am I missing? Allen, Jackson, Purdy, and? Mahomes. Nope. It's going to be not Hurts? Nope. Who the heck am I missing that's obvious? Dak? Yeah. Okay, yeah. The reason it's obvious is Joe... Quickly run through the seeds of these teams. Oh, that's one, two, one, two, isn't yeah. it? Oh, yep. yeah. Yeah. At the end bad. of the day, it is still a quarterback <laughs> league. Like, if, yeah. if Rasul Douglas is unable to play, that stinks. It gives the Bills less margin for error. If Dak loses Brandon Cooks along the way or whoever, the top four teams in the NFL, the one, two, one, two seeds are the top four quarterbacks. And not, people wouldn't say they're the best quarterbacks. Right. But. I mean, you would say that about Allen and probably Jackson and Prescott. and But you have offenses that run. And if the Bills can just get Josh Allen on his A game, they'll be able to overcome a lot of potential injuries. There are a couple that will be much more difficult than others, but I, you have the offense that is a little bit more capable than Tua losing his center and tackle and two receivers. I don't really want to see the Bills without the center and tackle and two receivers, but just... You know, we'll talk about it, we'll worry about it, but nobody will care about our injuries outside of here. And that's true of every team. 803 That that said, an update tomorrow of uh hey everybody's doing great would be welcome. This team's had a lot of injuries throughout the year and uh went into last week relatively healthy. It's Jeremy and Joe. We'll talk with Sabres head coach Don Granado ahead of tonight's game against the Seattle Kraken. And uh, get Howard picks the Bills. He picks the playoffs. And mixing your phone calls as well as we cruise here through this Tuesday. Soon to be very windy Tuesday on WGR. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.